Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Hi, I'm Cindy Lauper. My scalp was covered with psoriasis. Felt like I was trapped between a rock and a hard place. Then I started Cosentix. Cosentix Secukinumab is prescribed for adults with moderate to severe black psoriasis 300 milligram dose. Don't use if you're allergic to Cosentix. Before starting, get checked for TB. Serious allergic reactions, severe skin reactions that look like eczema, and an increased risk of infections, some fatal, have occurred. Cosentix may lower ability to fight infections, so tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms like fevers, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, had a vaccine or plan to, or if IBD symptoms develop or worsen. Learn more at Cosentix.com or 1-844-COSENTIX. Cosentix works for me. Ask your doctor about Cosentix. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Back, but we're not as back as the NFL football season, mm-hmm. um, which we are particularly excited about. It is that <laughs> one glorious juncture where the NFL comes back as the September baseball, when things are heating up. So dreams are still alive and dreams are getting crushed all at the same time. It is a glorious time to be a sports fan. Um, And here we are. Paul, how did we fare this, this week farm to the show? We have a history together with, with, with fantasy football way back. We had a, we had a very successful, we had a very successful, yeah. Wait, like way, way, way back. Yeah. And uh, we had a very successful, uh, Sunday. Yeah. Well, it's week one. You had a, you and Luke had a good, had a good first week. We'll get Luke back on at some point to do some recap of, of what's going on in the fantasy deal. But despite the fact that, you know, there's still points to be scored. We, we, we did have a good first week one. It looks like it's going to work out. Um, It's the, the fact that we got a little bit of a farm to the show fantasy team, like I said, we got uh, our, our boy, Michael Fabiano, who, by the way, we'll, we'll elaborate on this later, but it's got a, a great fantasy podcast that everybody should be listening to. It's on Believe Network. Obviously, it's got to be the go-to for fantasy info. Looks like the the, the tag team of Chris Dickerson and Luke Giannis probably going to be 1-0 after after week one. Well, I don't think there's, I don't think there's any um, question if we'll, we'll end up 1-0. I, I believe we have a 100-point lead as it stands 179 to I believe 76. So it's one of the first hundred point blowouts that I have personally ever seen. It's likely so I'm not going like, to, I mean, I'm not going to necessarily likely. take a money line on it, but I'm going to say that we're pretty safe. <laughs> Luke and I are pretty safe for this week. Safe bet, safe bet. Um, but to your point, it's the time of year where we can, we can sympathize with this guys are running into the clubhouse after the Sunday game to check their phone. That's assuming that there's not a clubhouse guy checking it during the game to bring out the, the updated scores. Right. if we're being honest, like that was an issue at times. Okay. So like just, there were some covert missions relaying fantasy scores during Sunday day games. 
hundred percent. I mean, that, that one o'clock or especially if you're on the East coast, you know, you're getting first crack at games. Uh, and by probably the, I'd say the fifth or sixth inning, you're getting it at halftime. Hey, what's going on. You see who's going off. And I guarantee, like, I know <clears throat> Stowe and some of the guys would be like, Hey, so-and-so's go is going off. Someone's going off. Mm-hmm. They're getting crushed. And that is a, that's devastating news. If you're on the wrong end of it, it's devastating news. Even if you're in the middle of a big league, big league way go, because the fact of the matter is like, once you get to the show, there is show money on the line. Um, I remember being in New York and that the game just to get into that, that league was, I'm going to, I got to say it was like 50, it was probably like 1500, 1500 bucks. And not not a gambler myself. I don't. Sorry, I, I don't remember. It's it's hard to hard to remember. So, um, but you know we've had our our fair share of uh, fantasy moments. Uh, uh, a, a certain 2017, uh, Paul Yanish took the took the chances mm-hmm. of a promising young quarterback by the name of Patrick Mahomes, and mm-hmm. it paid off very How'd well. That work? How'd that work out? Very, very well. Um, yep. Shocking, as a matter of fact. Took the took the league by storm. Took the league by storm, and it was uh, it was pretty impressive. But hey, that's that's a standard issue: makeup over ability. I'm not calling Patrick Mahomes not talented. That's not what I'm doing. But it's it's makeup over ability. Yeah, whatever. And you just you know you took the Texas gunslinger. No surprise there. Hey, um, so here's my here's my favorite fantasy story from when I was playing. I'm in a dugout, okay. I'm I'm, I'm in Atlanta. I got Eric Kinski's on that team, who was the commissioner of a league who, that had David Wright in it. I know your buddies with David Wright. So David Wright's playing third base for the show Mets. There's a foul ball over our dugout. He runs over to the dugout. It goes out of play. He can't make it. Can't make the play rather. But he comes all the way up to the the railing and you know does the token attempt at the ball it's it's in the stands whatever as he's looking into the dugout he yells at Hensky. he's like Hensky, take a look at my name on the back of my jersey this is the check that you're going to send at the end of the fantasy season runs back to third base it was as pro pro very pro and i'm going to give david some crap i'm going to see actually i'm going to have to check in with dave tomorrow morning at drop off to see uh if he's still going full bore into into fantasy sports but fantasy sports it's huge it's especially for for baseball it's one of our our favorite times of year probably second to only march madness is when you know you have you have the pool and everybody's going at each other and you know taking sides with their old school etc cetera, etc cetera. but this is about the time and i'm and i'm not saying just from like a peer like just risk to reward type of deal of putting money in but i think it's getting in with it's another team bonding experience. I think we've talked about this in spring training and we talk about the importance of being the importance of being a golfer, like the importance of being golfer, a good golfer is because it's that bond. It's that bonding time. You know, back in the day, you kind of had like FIFA. There are these things on the road that, that these clans that you always have, there are building blocks to the team and fantasy football is an enormous building block to, to teams. Um, and the great, yeah, the great thing is, is that they're no, we're not just like, it's not a remote type of deal. You're on the road. We're renting out a whole conference room. We got the phones and you know, the dude, whole, the whole setup. It's, it's enough. It, it's an event. Yeah. It's hashtag culture, right? It's like culture being to your point, team building the whole, the whole deal. And it, 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 it also transcends even like your own team because obviously players change teams very frequently. Now you're on a different team. There's a, you know, we actually had like, 
some awkward situation based on a fantasy league with 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 your boy Tommy Pham um, and Jack Peterson. We may we'll talk about that next time, but it's it is it, it's a bringing together of people, which is as you can sympathize with pretty big time with regards to the clubhouse atmosphere. It is. And in 17, I thought that was one of the cool things to do as, as miserable as we both were those last couple months in, in, um, in Norfolk, one of the coolest things that we did was choosing the draft order. And we did so in the most baseball way possible is let's put a flag, let's put a golf flag in center field and let's take a nine iron and see who gets closest to the pin and whoever gets close to the pin, that is the drafting order. And I thought that was cool. And you look around the league and, you know, social media and everybody has these wild, these wild uh, things there. You have like combines, you have all kinds of challenges to see who, who comes up with a draft order. And again, it's one of those, one of those cool locker locker room things that, that everybody loves. And that's going to continue to keep that bond well into the off season as guys, you know, continue to chirp at each other, make trades. It's just fantasy football. It's, it's the best. It's great. It's exciting. There's no doubt. Speaking of football, we'll change subjects a little bit here. A little college football. Christopher, I know you're a big college football fan. We need to figure out a way to get our, our buddy uh, Kirk Herbstreet on the pod. But that being said, Rice, big victory over the University of Houston this past weekend. I saw that. No big, no big deal. No big deal. A little double <clears throat> overtime win. Well, I saw. Yeah. I saw that. I think that was what. That's got to be a, a, some type of winning streak was broken there. You know, they were it, rushing, it rushing the field. Yeah, hadn't beat U of H in five years, but you know, we're we're living in the now. Janet Jackson, what have you done for me lately? It's uh, they're they're it's big, big, big win for the Owls. We're we're fired up. There you go, Houston being a national powerhouse the last couple of years. Huge win for the. I don't know what kind of offense you guys were running these days. Back in the day, you guys were big fans of the option. No, 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 no. We got a pro-style deal going now. Oh, JT finally, Daniels. Finally. JT Daniels guys, was USC out of high school. Finally. You guys got to – oh, that's right. Hey, and, and – that's hey. That'll, be a, that'll be a whole nother point of the show because when I saw that, it almost – it just blew my mind, but it also just – we've talked about this so many times, the, the landscape of youth football, where we're at, you know, with this transfer portal, um, he started at USC. He was one of the biggest commits to come out to come out of high school. Went there, right. didn't get a shot. Goes to, I believe, I thought he went to Oklahoma State. Didn't work there. Work work out there. Went to another school. He's like he's like OJ. He's like OJ Mayo back in the day, who ended up going to SC. But he had gone through like four schools, and that's when yeah. you know popping around schools wasn't a cool thing to do. And here we are, JT Daniels. Once uh, top ten ESPN commit out of high school is at is at the Owl. So hopefully we get some, you know, he can get some butts in those seats because you know you guys have the enormous stadium down in Rice. Yeah. It's yeah, big, seventy eight seventy eight thousand. But pro style offense anyway. Um, that's a good transition actually. Let's let's talk about some some end of the year exciting type call ups that are that's going on in MLB. Getting back getting back to the the task at hand here um you get for me like jordan lawler got called up the other day by the diamondbacks i think he's got the opportunity chance ability to be one of in that let me be clear he hasn't done anything yet but like trey turner type ability and we'll see what happens but fired up for the diamondbacks to put him into a playoff race and give him a chance to say look let's roll him out there and see what we got let the reins off go do your go do your thing and uh, 
Yeah, and it's and it's nice because he's coming out like put up put up good numbers in in uh, in three A, and so having that confidence going into the going into the big leagues is great. And it's one of those things where they don't really have a scouting report on him, and they can kind of just roll through. There, he's not going to play against enough teams where they're going to make the adjustment. There, everybody's just going to be going off the fly. So you get him out there, let him do his thing, with very little knowledge of his of any holes that he may have, and you just. You just run him out there. But from what I understand, he's a game changer on defense. He's got speed. His, I mean, he's damn near identical to Trey Turner in the box as it is. So I, I love seeing, um, I love seeing top talent uh, go to some of these teams that, that, that have a chance, especially in that, in that West where they're trying to make a run, run at that playoff spot. Cause I, I just feel like the Diamondbacks, you know they had their they had their moment in the sun where they were rolling a little bit and they've been kind of hanging around in, in what yep. is arguably a very tough division. And uh, I would love I would love to see them get injected with some new blood and 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 make a run after this. Well, I think it's it's the dynamic that we've described about Cincinnati or you know these young teams that hadn't been to the playoffs recently. Same concept for the players. Like you get this kid into this type of situation. I'm not saying that he's the one that's going to like get him into the playoffs or not. We we know better than that, but the, but the, the pressure, the, you know, the, the stretch run, so to speak, trying to make, trying to play in those big games. And I don't, I'm not familiar with the rest of Arizona's schedule. I don't know if they're going to LA or San Francisco or how many times they're doing it, but you know, it's, it's going to be significant for him to, to feel that and understand like what that looks like, especially going into next year, because there's no two ways about it. He's one of the guys that they're going to, plug and play for the next hopefully long period of time as one of their the cogs in their lineup you know i'm cindy lopper my psoriasis was all over even on my scalp which may mean four times the risk for psoriatic arthritis but cosentix works on both cosentix secukinumab is prescribed for adults with moderate to severe plaque psoriasis 300 milligram dose and adults with active psoriatic arthritis 150 milligram dose don't use if you're allergic to cosentix before starting get checked for tb serious allergic reactions severe skin reactions that look like eczema and an increased risk of infections some fatal have occurred cosentix may lower ability to fight infections so tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms like fevers sweats chills muscle aches or cough had a vaccine or plan to or if ibd symptoms develop or worsen learn more at cosentix.com or 1-844-COSENTIX ask your doctor about cosentix reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest but let me play devil's advocate here let's see so no that's a good thing uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem uh, reese's you did it you stumped this charming devil At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. That means your priorities are Vanguard's too. So whether you're planning for retirement or trying to save up for your next big adventure, Vanguard will work alongside you to set personalized investment goals. That's the value of ownership. All investing is subject to risk. Vanguard is owned by its funds, which are owned by Vanguard's fund shareholder clients. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. 
Yeah, and then you pair that up against what will argue, arguably be uh, NL Rookie of the Year and Corbin Carroll, and you have yep. you know you have two you have two franchise players um, you know ready to take this Diamondbacks franchise to to the next level and yep. kind of get over that hump and get out of the shadow of 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 LA. Yeah, well, it, it's it's exciting for him. There's a couple of other ones going around the league. I know you got a couple. I know Mason Wynn got called up by the Cardinals a few weeks back. He's been up for a little bit. Obviously, Jason Dominguez in New York, unfortunate um, unfortunate injury to the UCL. It sounds like he's done for the year, but he made a little bit of a splash homer in his first major league at bat. You know, the tears continue to spill. In New York, yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's been a rough it's been a rough year, and this is arguably not tough just situation there, not just one of their top prospects for the for the organization, just for baseball in general. I mean, this guy has been so highly touted over the last year and a half. Um, you know, going into spring training, he was the focus of spring training. Is is watching? Is getting eyes on this kid? Like his name, his nickname is the Martian for a reason. He just he's an exceptional talent. And, um, you know, getting that shot, he was on the fast track and he did everything that he was expected of um, in the minor leagues and in AAA this year and to come up and then to go into your first, you know, first game to home your first AB. And then uh, but for this to happen, I mean, it's it's just, you know, things are going south. You know, it's uh, when it rains, it pours. And that's what that's what's happening. And I just kind of giggled a little bit. And the meme that I saw the other day was that the Yankee Stadium was flooding and. They were saying it's the, the tears of the yes. Yankees is flooding out, flooding out Yankee Stadium right now. And I believe it. It's just it's a it's a tough team to watch. And even the even like the achievements, there's just like a dark side to it. You know, like Stanton the other day he hit 400 homers, but, you know, he's still hitting below 200. And, you know, they're kind of throwing money out the window there. He got he was on already on a, a hat trick. He was already on a Sobrero as it was with three K's before he hit the home run. It's just like nothing's really working there. You know, Donaldson, they they tried to make that bet, didn't work out, which just got they picked up by the Brewers. And maybe it's a ch- yep. change in scenery. Who knows? But you know, the Brewers, they just get another piece. Um, you know, but it, it's it's a bummer because he was super talented. I didn't realize how big Jason Dominguez was. And uh, yeah, really unfortunate and just so uncharacteristic for again for another position player to have a, a Tommy to a Tommy John surgery, which is gonna be at least seven months at least into spring training is going to go through rehab so you're looking at there may not have him for april or may so he'll likely start out in um start out in triple a next year so we'll see what happens with that but the 818 the great 818 san fernando valley is back with another super prospect my guy Pete curl armstrong harvard wake harvard westlake high school Mm -hmm. Drum roll, please. Drum roll, please. He is of the same pedigree of Jack Flaherty, Lucas Giolito, uh, numerous first rounders that have come out of that high school uh, in Studio City, California, our rival. Um, but Pete is uh, Pete's an exceptional, exceptional player. I, this kid on defense is he won right. the gold glove um, in minor league for best defensive outfielder. He is a 70 to 80 on the grade scale defensively, which is insane. Like that's yep. that's Andrew Griffey type 
numbers there. Top end, top end. Top, top end. And you know how much I love a great, like a special defensive mm-hmm. outfielder. Um, but he he's he's fantastic. He all that all that all that to say, tell me your favorite thing about Pete Crow Armstrong. So my favorite thing that I have discovered about Pete is if you have not heard this, but I have a particular favorite movie that I don't think registers very well as far as best baseball movies of all time but my ultimate favorite just based on the integrity of the actual play the baseball that is played in the game is little big league i will tell you why because if you look around the diamond you look at these actors that play them they all have minor league experience either division one or minor league experience so there's a little you know our guy the manager uh I forget his name. I told you on the phone before we got on the phone. <laughs> before we got on the phone, said, "Hey, what was his name?" I rattled it off real quick, and now I've had Chipotle chips and guac, and I, my mind has gone blank. Um, I want to say it's not Henry. It's not Henry Rowan Gardner. It's no wrong movie. Regardless, <laughs> if you were, if I it'll come back to me, but if you remember the 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 young man that took over the uh, Minnesota Twins ball club, his mom. Well, 30 years later, that mom has a son in the major leagues in Pete Crow Armstrong. Her mom, Ashley Crow, is the mom of uh, uh, is the little big league mom, as we know, was dating Lou, the first baseman. And uh, here we are. So, you know, the whole Hollywood, that good old SoCal Harvard Westlake Hollywood uh, actor pieces all come all the way around, but that is a little known fact. It is super awesome uh, that 30 years after that movie was released, she has a son who is a major leaguer. Um, pretty cool story. Um, but going to Chicago, Pete's going to be, again, just another great talent that's going to have a real opportunity to, to kind of make a splash. I think it'll be interesting, you know, maybe – Paul, and you can attest to this. It's 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 a tough thing because you want these top prospects to come up and get ABs, essentially. But when you're in a race, sure. it's not something that you're necessarily going to to be able to crack the lineup. There might be a day game where you know some guy some guys get a get a blow here and there. Maybe Bellinger, who doesn't play center one day, and he goes to first, and you let Pete take over. But right now, when you're in, you know, when you're a couple games up, come a couple games back, you know, you're you're going out there rolling the same dice that you've been doing all season. So it's a it's a weird place to be in when you need when you know that that player needs development, but they're you know there may not be a whole lot of room for a whole lot of at bats. But you're more bringing him up for the experience, and especially you know you know pinch hit pinch run type of situation. Uh, so that, I, I think that'll that'll be interesting because as opposed to some of these teams where they're kind of bottom of the barrel, they've kind of already given up on the season. And this is a way to bring up their prospects to get them major league at bats for the next year. Um, teams that are in contention, it doesn't necessarily work out that way. So it'll be interesting to see what hit, what role he plays. Yeah, but you know what, though? You, you mentioned it, him being such an elite defender, right? Like that that doesn't go out of style. I mean, in, in a defense playoff run. T- defense don't slump. Well, in, in a playoff run, and the Cubs are in it, but I mean they're in first place. And and here's what I here's what I see in that situation. Okay, you got Jason Hayward, you got Cody Bellinger, you got guys that have been in that mix on good teams, gone to the playoffs. You know, consummate big leaguers, if you will. That, Did you just drop a Jason Hayward? Yeah. Jason's in with the Dodgers. Wow. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. 
He was in Chicago last year, and one of my favorite teammates. But you're right; that was a error. Um, nevertheless, though, like in that situation, I, like whether or not he gets the at bats, I don't know. I, we'll, we'll see. But there's a role for him to play on a playoff team in some capacity. The defensive thing, the base running thing, like there's 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 avenues that he can contribute to the team. So, I, you know, it's not an accident that they're calling him up. Same thing we were talking about. Like, they want him to be part of this organization moving forward, obviously, right? They plan to be in the playoff run, obviously, this year and next year and in, in coming years. Like, him getting that experience is is invaluable. You know, how much he plays down the stretch will be up to him. I mean, if, if he plays good, they're going to put him in the lineup. If not, you know, he's, he's going to be a role guy, which is still going to add value for him moving forward. And, and worst case scenario, you have the ability to switch up at the at the you know eighth and ninth. It's basically like it's like bringing in a closer. I mean, I you know not yeah. to toot my own horn, but that was my role in New York for you know for a couple of years. Is when we got to the you know I Tony Pena called me Ocho for a reason because we if we had the lead in the eighth and Tony would do his thing down the Ocho Ocho, let's go. And I knew that I would go in for right. defensive replacement. Listo, and so, listo. yeah, listo. And so I think that's potentially like the role. Cause I mean, he's, you know, if we're talking about like a sauce gardener shut down corner, like that's Pete on defense. So if you take, if you take Cody, you send him to put him in first base, right field, whatever, you know, that's, um, you know, the game is closed, bring in the closer and bring in, bring in the, 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 the lockdown, the lockdown center fielder. I mean, that's just me. Just yeah. me. Um, yeah, so I think we know we've gone over it. We've gone over this. I would, I don't know where if uh, Mauricio, that's the only one personally that I've been waiting because he's another one of those avatar types. You know, you got Dela Cruz is like six, 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 seven, can fly. And, you know, Ronnie Mauricio, same thing. He's, he is a, sure. a freak. Hey, can we, t- um, can we touch on the, the Instagram clip that we shared earlier today with Dela Cruz? Hitting no Novi Marte in the face with a baseball, and then him having to be removed from the lineup. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. Who was talking to who, and what were they talking about that was so interesting that you had to take your eye off the ball? Um, well, but yeah, it was. Yeah, if if I'm playing catch with the with the best arm in the major leagues, I'm probably going to pay attention all the time. That, that, yeah. That being said, thank goodness. He was like they were just getting going, and he threw that ball. I don't know, sixty-two miles an hour, and not a hundred and two miles an hour, but pretty funny to see. It was un- he had a nosebleed situation. I think Marte's gonna be fine. Nobody hurt, no pun intended. But it was that shouldn't happen. Yeah, there was. A, yeah, you could tell they just got out there. Guys still got the bands. You can tell they just they just started to get loose. And uh, when I looked at when I looked at Ellie's throwing motion, you could tell it was probably like, you know, four or five, just kind of getting loose, but that's what you get. Like you get 62, you know, straight out of the dinner, you know, straight out of your, you know, post-game meal uniform on, like, you know, it's coming, it's already coming in hot and yeah, taking it straight to the face. And they had to do like a whole delay. I know DB had to go out, talk to the ums. I just feel sorry for whoever had to take over uh like yo we got a situation he's probably still in you know that if you're not starting you're probably still getting dressed so who who had to come and sprint in and be like hey we have a situation on our hands Marte's not starting anymore let's go chop chop straight into the way go 
and by that time it's already delayed like nobody really cares about your prep your yeah. your preparation like we got to sure. schedule the keep and so at least it's a night at least it's a night game it could be a different completely different story if that's a day game you know oh yeah you're probably yeah still finishing breakfast and you're probably still going through your fantasy football team at that point you're right. probably still setting your lineup. It, you're Hopefully right. It could have been worse. Been the hey, last thing for lineup. me. You... Yes. Well, it's because really? it's depending on what, what time zone you're in, but it might, yeah, <laughs> you may, you may need it. Um, hey, last thing last for thing. me, I'm checking. Hey, Josh, Josh Donaldson's going to be on the active roster for the Brewers. Can he be an? Can he be a force? Can he get hot at the right time? He's obviously did not have a good year in New York. We know that. Can he get hot at the right time for a team that's playing games that matter and, and make an impact in a really offensive park? I, I per, I, I don't, I don't think so. I think, I don't think so. I think it's one thing. Uh, I want to make the argument. We've talked about the Dodgers and this this mysterious way of 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 recovering and making, you know, careers relevant again. You've seen it with, um, you know, Kiki, Kiki coming back is having kind of a turnaround year, Jason having a turnaround year. It's something that they have over there. I just don't see. And they're all, they're both, they're both familiar with being in the, in the national league too. Josh has never been in the, in the, in the national league. I think this is going to be his first time going from Oakland to Toronto to New York, I think, um, you know, making this transfer back to the net, it's not something that you want to see. You want to have some familiarity with guys that are coming in and just seeing his struggles over the last couple of years. He's not the same defensive player, you know, that he was. I just don't, I don't see that. I think it's a great veteran presence, but I don't see him being an impact player based on just kind of what he's done the last, the last couple of years. Not that we need Milwaukee to get, you know, because we're on the we're on the Reds yeah. train right now. We don't need we don't need them yeah. to get any more tools. We need them, you know. Well, we probably need Josh to start some games. Truth, truth. <laughs> yeah. That being said, I think I think the Reds are fighting for the wild card. If we're being totally honest right now, unless they get like super hot. Um, also, Josh did play for the Braves briefly, so he's got a little National League exposure, but. Your to your 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 point is very good, and I agree with you. Like it, the two leagues are different, not as much as they used to be, but at the same time, he's still going to be seeing guys maybe that he hadn't seen as much. And I don't know. Hopefully, they're they're at the end of the day, they're hoping for lightning in the bottle. I think the presence is real, like you mentioned. How much it, of an influence it is, I think it's is 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 hard to say, but we'll see. It, it, a change of scenery is definitely going to be good because you know. Having a, a a not great year in New York can be really tough on you psychologically. So getting out of there is probably going to be a breath of fresh air. Yeah, hundred percent is a it's a taxing place to play uh, when you you know you command you know former AL former AL MVP. Um, it's a there's a lot of weight on your shoulders, and then going into the one franchise that puts the most weight on your shoulders. Yeah, you're totally right. It's a it's a psychological load. So getting out of there, going to Milwaukee, getting a, around fresh young talent to where you can thrive and kind of be, you know, be the you know be a guy. You know, we'll see what happens. For sure. But until that time, our time is up. It's Chris Dickerson. It's Paul Yanish. This was a nice little freestyle set session, <laughs> and 
we'll be back later this week. We might have a special guest. Hopefully so. Nick is a good time, bud. Keep it real. Always do. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Hi, I'm Cindy Lauper. My scalp was covered with psoriasis. Felt like I was trapped between a rock and a hard place. Then I started Cosentix. Cosentix Secukinumab is prescribed for adults with moderate to severe black psoriasis, 300 milligram dose. Don't use if you're allergic to Cosentix. Before starting, get checked for TB. Serious allergic reactions, severe skin reactions that look like eczema, and an increased risk of infections, some fatal, have occurred. Cosentix may lower ability to fight infections, so tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms like fevers, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, had a vaccine or plan to, or if IBD symptoms develop or worsen. Learn more at Cosentix.com or 1-844-COSENTIX. Cosentix works for me. Ask your doctor about Cosentix. My son had a gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials Program, the world opened up. He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities. At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. That means your priorities are Vanguard's too. So whether you're planning for retirement or trying to save up for your next big adventure, Vanguard will work alongside you to set personalized investment goals. That's the value of ownership. All investing is subject to risk. Vanguard is owned by its funds, which are owned by Vanguard's fund shareholder clients. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.